This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, getting out the gospel. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get up. We've got to get a getting. I want to say to you folks who hear me on a regular basis, and maybe you just tuned in for the first time, I'm happy to have you with us. I often ask you to let me know if you're listening. Call me, write me, email me. It really encourages me. I get letters from folks saying, go on, Trailblazer. We we know that you're a, a, a little oddball or a little foggy-eyed fool sometimes. But you're down to earth, just down to earth, old man. And that's what we're looking for. We don't hear that where we go to church. But I, I praise the Lord for each one of you encouraging me. I get some critical letters. I do. I get letters from folks who tell me, uh, one man told me that I ought to quit taking the church's money and go to preaching John 3.16. Well, I do. I preach John 3.16, 17, 18, 19. And I don't take any salary. The Lord blessed me with an income from a business that I used to own. And uh, so I praise the Lord for that. Folks don't know me. I had a woman write me the other day, call me a predator that I was doing things. I wrote her back and I told her, I said, lady, you don't know me and I don't know you. But I said, don't judge me like that. I'm I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. So it goes in one ear and out the other, but it's always good to get encouraging letters. And, And that's what you do. You don't have to write a long lengthy letter. Just drop me a card if you'd like to. And uh, I praise the Lord for every radio station that we're on. You radio uh, engineers there and your station managers and whoever handles the broadcast, I praise the Lord for you. Anytime you can put in a word for the old trailblazer, I appreciate it. I have some of the stations that do that. And uh, so we're here bringing God's message. And we're bringing you this study on the uh, home and they're looking at man ahead of the home in this current uh, series. But all of these messages on the home will be available on CDs. There'll probably be 20 CDs all together. There's five messages on each CD. But, but let's get back in our study. We were looking there at the home and the, and the spiritual life in the home and in, encouraging you in our last study to begin the family worship, gather your kids around you on the, at night, and, uh, and, and then uh, read the scriptures and pray with them. In the second place, man is also the priest of the home. We are to provide for public worship for more than one of our family gather together if all possible. What a beautiful sight on the Lord's Day morning uh, to see the husband and the father moving there in his home, helping the children get ready with their mother and and, uh, getting all the breakfast dishes cleared away and everything done there. And then with his Bible in hand, load all those kids into the SUV and carry them down to worship in the public worship, whether it's in the chapel somewhere or if it's like me. When I was, my children were growing up, we listened to the radio because we couldn't go to New Orleans every morning, every Sunday morning. I always got my children up, got them ready just like they were going to service with the good clothes on, so to speak, make sure they were awake. Mama give them their breakfast. And then we sat down and listened to the radio at seven o'clock for the 7 o'clock broadcast. That's where we got our spiritual training, right there on the Voice of Truth broadcast. And that broadcast is still on the air every Sunday morning. That's the reason I encourage you to write me. I'll send you a list of all of our radio stations. If you go there to our website, radiomissions.org, you can find a lot of that information. But what a beautiful sight to see a man and his wife. I've stood there on the steps of the tabernacle in New Orleans, saw the cars drive up, mama and the children, our Sunday school offices were across the, across the street. They'd head over there, and someone would meet them out the steps, a teacher or, or the youth leader. 
And then the dad and mother would come on into the tabernacle. We have our adult Sunday school in the tabernacle back then. Now we have it here in the chapel. My dad, will you be around that radio with your family? Or do you walk uh, while, while your wife and children listen? Uh, you you going out to get a smoke or something, saying, I won't listen to that old fool. And then I tell you folks, get your children quiet. Well, it would pay you to listen. It might do your old heart good, my father. I've met so many who send their wives and children to church and stay home. Well, I don't feel like going today. You know what? I, 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 I'm sarcastic a little bit sometimes. I have folks tell me, well, I just couldn't make it. But they go to the ball game on Saturday night and ramp and holler and cut up out there until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning to get home. But they don't feel like coming to church. My friend, I, I try to be as honest as I can with folks. You're going to be held responsible for your children. You're going to be held responsible for your child, for yourself, whether you ever come to know the Lord about it. And I tell folks, if determined not to be saved, go on, have all the fun you can have, because that's all you're going to have, all you're going to have. But I've had men tell me, well, I worked hard, and I'll just stay home and rest. Listen, I'd be ashamed. I'd be ashamed, my friend. I'd be ashamed. I believe if you get up and come on to the chapel here or to the chapel wherever you have a service, I believe you'll feel better physically once you get there. And you know what? It may be the day that the Holy Spirit dry comes by, comes by your heart and shines the light of the glorious gospel into your heart or plunges that dagger. The Holy Spirit plunges that dagger of the truth. The Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free or make you free. But my friend, if you never hear the gospel, you won't never be saved. No, sir. You can make all the resolutions that you want to make. You can go to funerals and squall and cry and shed big old crocodile tears. And No, but my friend, if you don't apply yourself, the Lord says, strive to enter in. Strive to enter in. Now, listen, listen. So don't send your wife and children to church and you stay home. No. And uh, uh, whittle and spit and chew you could. No, sir. But listen, listen. I, I, I would feel so mean until I'd crawl off in the back corner somewhere and get flat down on my face and tell the Lord all about it. Tell him how hateful you are and how mean you are and how low down you are for not, not taking your children to church. And I'd get up from there and ask the Lord to forgive me, take my place in that home and get on my knees and tell them, tell them and ask the Lord to forgive me. I'd gather them together, my friend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. If your wife don't want to come, that's her problem. No, but I'd repent in sackcloths and ashes. You know what? You'd probably get saved. I would. I'd take my place as a, as a head of that home and say, well, wife, children, forgive me. I've played the fool for many, many years, but I'm going to lead you in worship now. I may not be saved, but if the Lord will have mercy on me, I want to be saved. I'm going with you from now on. I'm going to sit with you around this radio, and I'm going to listen with you as your head, as your husband, as your dad. Bless your heart, my friend. If we had a revival like that over this country, we would, we would tell old Satan to go jump in the lake, wouldn't we? Yes, sir. No man has a right to lead his wife and children into a life of worldliness and sin of any kind. No. I've seen men get angry because their wives wanted to go to worship and live like women ought to live. God pity such men. You have no need of a family or a home. A home isn't a hog pen, my friend. A place for you to come dragging your old 
drunken carcass into and count yourself a husband and a father? I've never been able to understand how a man could hang around a saloon or a gambling hell or a brothel away into the night and leave his wife and children at home. To me, home has always been a place of rest and comfort, quietness, and, and listen, listen, when all is done outside, home is the first place I go. Ever since I've been gone from my home, I've always dreamed. Listen, I was not satisfied until I had a wife and my children and began to build a home. I do. I made many mistakes in my life, and I still do, and you probably do. But as I look back after the Lord got a hold of my heart, I began to, what the old said, mend my ways. And I, I need all the instructions I can get. The Bible is so plain. It tells us how to live, my friend. It tells us how to live. But it also says, uh, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. That's God's word. Now, you lay up at home while I'm here pastoring the church and preaching, or your pastor, faithful pastor, giving out all he got, and you laying up at home, maybe watching the ball game. They got them now on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, and you staying home to watch a bunch of folk get out there and act a fool playing ball, and I like to watch the ball game now and then, but I, it's not my career. It's not all I want to do, and I don't want to forsake my family. No, and my, my friend, don't do that. Don't do that. Old trailblazer being just as kind and gentle as I can be at this time, and we're going to look at the, the head of the home from another angle, the love of the husband for the wife. We're going to look at that in our next study, and I'll remind you again, all of these studies will be available on CD, but when we get through here, we'll have about maybe 20 CDs. That won't be much. Well, that'll be $30. That won't be hardly nothing. But my friend, you may want to double that and send me send me a love offering for making these CDs. And then sit down and write me. You may not believe or may not want to hear a thing I said, but you sit down and write me. I have an old man up in in Pennsylvania that writes me on a regular basis every week and calls me everything but righteous. And I got to where now I just throw his letters in the trash because he's not anything constructive. He's not kind. He's not gentle. He's ugly. He criticizes me and uh, compares me with some of the people that you don't want to hear about. And he never has anything good to say. So I just throw his letters in. I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening. Lives up there in York, Pennsylvania, somewhere in that area. And I just throw his letters in the trash and go on. And I pray for him, though. I do. I pray for him. I'll tell you his name, but I don't want to embarrass him. Maybe you might know him if you live up there somewhere. But my friend, this is God's message that I bring you day by day. And I'm just trying to be uh, what the Lord wants me to be. And uh, if one poor soul ever gets saved under this ministry, under my preaching, it'll be worth all I put in. It takes grace to come here every day, every day, and bring you these messages, my friend, and to be true to your soul. Now, I could come here and tell you, well, look, come on now, just trust Jesus, and everything will be fine. That won't that won't do you no good, my friend. That won't do you any good. I could tell you, well, just walk down the aisle, shake my hand. That won't do you any good. I could tell you, just be baptized as an infant. That won't do you any good. That's just a, a Satan's trick, my friend. But the old trailblazer is going to tell you, you must be born again. You must be awakened to the fact that you're a lost sinner and then come to Christ crying for mercy, begging for mercy. You know it's not a shame to be lost. No, it's the greatest thing ever happens to you before you get saved is to be lost. But the old trailblazer is going to continue bringing these messages day after day, week after week. And I wish you would pray for me. If you know the Lord, pray for me. Would you do that? Then help me with the broadcast. Dig up that old coffee can in the backyard. Send me $100.
and say, there you go, old trailblazer, stay on the trail and uh, give old Dan a sack of feed. And uh, if you would, remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.